0: Thank you so much you guys for coming to another episode of Lemons for Your Tea podcast. My name is Robin and I have a surprise for you guys. I do have a special guest and she's going to give you guys some tea. You guys can hear her up for a little bit of information if you want to start your business, start, you know, coaching others for life coach. She also does a little bit more. She also has an Instagram which is called Black Rose Coaching, I'm going to spoil it for you so you guys can make sure you get it correct, B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-O-S-E, coaching, and you can find her on Instagram, and then she also has a link there to where you can actually book her and her prices is there as well. I'm not going to give her, you guys her prices because that's getting all in her business. But she is a mindset coach. And I have talked to her a little bit. I have been stalking. You guys know how I do. I will stalk you before I put you on my stuff. That way I can know exactly who I'm talking to. <laughs> and she... So far, I love it, and it's it, we do have a conversation that we started, and I want you guys to hear it because now that we started talking, I started talking with her. I know that I'm not crazy, you guys. And so, how are you doing today, Miss Leticia?
1: I am amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me on.
0: Of course, it was my pleasure. I, I stalked you a little bit. Once you followed me back, I was like, "Yep." I'm <laughs> So, what have you been up to lately?
1: Lately, it's just been focusing on my business. I homeschool my kids. So, it's really? full time business and homeschooling with my kids. Yeah.
0: That is super cool. I don't have children yet, but I am very into looking into homeschooling. So, how do you feel like that affects you as far as a businesswoman? Or do you feel like it's easier because your kids are always there?
1: It's easier for me because my, my, priority in life is making sure that I provide a good life for my children. So to be home, working, doing what I love to do and not being away from my children, which some people think is a bit weird, but I am a firm believer that it is my responsibility to educate my children if not, they're going to be raised with someone else's version of history, someone Ooh. else's view. I believe that the school system is really about control. They only
0: Ooh. see, I told you guys, I told you guys, a good
1: employee. They don't encourage independent thinking, they don't nurture leaders. So, for me and my beautiful black daughters. We're gonna learn independently, so that I am raising leaders, not followers.
0: See, oh my God, I told you I picked up younger vibe a long time ago, and <laughs> I love that you said that because I a hundred percent agree with you. And when I said that the last time, I got a lot of um, a lot of feedback and step back from a lot of people because they were like, as I said before, I don't have children. So they were like, Robin, you don't have children. How would you and how would you know? You, you're gonna change that when you have kids, you're, you're gonna send your kids to school. And you know, it was a lot of a lot of stuff that was said, but I still feel like exactly what you feel. They are teaching your kids to be a follower. I was one of those kids that once they saw that I was super creative and I don't, I'm gonna do the work, but now I'm bored because I wanna do the work and I'm intelligent, they labeled me as ADHD. So now that I'm labeling you as ADHD, because I need to minimize how much you are using your brain, because you're using your brain way more than I would, I need you to use your brain. Let me give you this medicine that make you literally sit here like this. And my parents didn't understand why I hated that medicine. And I keep saying, I can't move. I can't move. Like I be wanting to respond. I want to react. I want to move around, but I'm literally sitting like this all day and I can't react. I, no, I used to hide the medicine, like put the medicine under my tongue and my mom used to be like lift it. So I learned how to lift it with my tongue that way mm-hmm. when I lift my tongue, you don't see the medicine. But when I walk away, I spit the medicine out so I can still function so I can still be myself They don't understand. Mm-hmm. They're teaching you how to work in basically an office. You're sitting at a desk for eight hours. You're going to lunch at a certain time of the day, you have a little break between classes, because just like you have a little break between each, you know, every two hours, then you go to the end of the day, sometimes recess, or sometimes an extra break, and boom, the end of the day, that's eight hours. They're teaching you to be an employee, just like you said, and a lot of people don't understand that, so I really... (laughs) Yes. I really, 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 really appreciate you saying that because a lot of people don't understand and that you mentioned that you're raising your children to be independent and leaders and not followers. So that really touched me. So how long have you been homeschooling your children? Um,
1: I started this year. So I started the beginning of the year and it's going amazing. So yeah, it's really, it's been a learning lesson for me, but you know, I'm not a morning person. So some mornings I wake up and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) Like, (laughs) now I'm going to think about teaching somebody. But when I think about, you know, when the world really opens back up and we're learning about Spain and I can go and spend a week in Spain because my business allows it. I don't have to ask anybody for permission to take vacation and be with my children. I'm looking forward to that. Like, I'm looking forward to allowing them to experience life, not through a book, but through actual experiences.
0: Cool, cool. Now, when you say that, what do you mean by that? Can you go into, I I personally understand what you're saying, but can you go into details for the people that, you know, it went over their head a little bit?
1: A lot of people don't realize that the educational system feeds us what it wants us to learn. I've met a lot of people that don't know that Egypt is in Africa. And why? Why don't they know that? Because
0: they whitewash
1: it in media. They 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 this is evidence that creation started in Africa. To further white supremacy, we've got to believe that it it was in Africa. It was somewhere in Europe, right? So they teach us little bits and pieces during one month of the year that is not always accurate. So I don't want my children learning from a book that was designed to drip feed me information that is suitable for them to further white supremacy. A lot of people don't know about the Moors. The Moors were the people who civilized Europe. They were black kings and queens out of Africa that came to Europe and told the Europeans how to bathe. They were the wealthiest people during that period of time. But you won't learn that in school. Mm
0: So for me,
1: I want to be able to teach my children what isn't in, this, in school books. I don't want them learning about their history one month of the year. I don't want them thinking that the Eurocentric view of the world is the right view, right? So for me, it's about giving them an experience that they won't get behind a desk with someone writing on a chalkboard or a whiteboard, whatever they do nowadays, right? Because I know they're not using projectors like they did (laughs) when I was in school. (laughs) But whatever they're doing, it's still a canned experience. It's a controlled experience. They're giving you what What they they want want you to know. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know more, you're going to have to pay for that and you're going to pay a lot of money. And then after you pay a lot of money, you're still going to have a job that doesn't allow you to be unique. It doesn't allow you to be independent. You're still going to have to follow someone else's rules, which is one of the reasons why I do what I do in my business. I am big on seeing Black women build their own, start their own businesses so they can walk away from the chains that we move through life in. we were chained to someone else's expectations in school. And then we spend 40 years chained to a desk so that we can pay our bills. So that when we're retired, if we're not there, then we can travel the world and enjoy ourselves. And I don't believe that that's what life's about. Life is about living now. So it's about creating the experiences that you want and working towards something, some success that is defined by you. A lot of us feel like we're walking through life and we don't have the best job and we ain't done that. But we're content, right? But because society says we're not successful, we get frustrated we get overwhelmed we we feel like we're chasing a penny and that's not what life's about i want to see black women my sisters do what's best for them because we talked about this earlier like they get intimidated by us right can you imagine if we as black women really utilize our strength in a way that serves us and not the white man
0: it's going to be powerful listen listen it's going to be so powerful that's what I told you earlier uh y'all I'm sorry (laughs) I did kind of catch her before and we did have a good talk that's why I was like hold on wait we got to put this on a podcast (laughs) but um we did talk about how we need to come together as a unit and we started talking about how you remember I told you guys last time that they broke up the family function the family home and now the women now women teach their daughters to be so independent. Don't don't need that excuse my language, but don't need that nigga for nothing. You don't want him for anything. You don't, this needs to be your house. This needs to be your car. He needs to want you. But then they forgot to teach the son you need to be a man. You need to do this. You need to make sure she's okay. You need to make sure your household is taken care of. Don't hurt her. Don't put your hands on her. Make sure your daughters are taken care of. Make sure your sons know how to be up. You know what I'm saying? They forgot to do that. They taught us how to be the women to not get treated like they were because those men messed over them, but they forgot to teach those men not to do that. They, they, they came hard on us because if you ask a lot of women, oh, my mom was hard on me, but my, my, my little brother, she let him do whatever he wanted. And that's what they still realize. You cannot just be hard on your daughter because you want to make sure your daughter don't end up like you. You need to be harder on your son so that way you make sure your son don't end up like his doggone daddy and the man who put you in this situation because you're not thinking about that. You're only thinking about how you feel. Okay, cool. Let's let's get that. When you, you have your feelings, you have your emotions and he did you wrong. You are correct about that. Teach that girl to be strong and independent. 100%. But let's get back over to the son, teach him how not to do how they did you teach him not to be the that because right now, as you said earlier, we are to manage now we pay for my own I have my own I don't need you for nothing so what do you bring it to the table. Oh, you can't bring you can't match me and bring better. Oh, I don't need nothing with you. But then now, now y'all upset with us because we don't need y'all no more. And the marriages don't last as long as it did before. It doesn't last as long as it did before because back in the day we needed y'all. Now we don't got nothing to do with y'all because we don't need you. And we gotta come together. We gotta retrain our stu- our kids, not our students, but our kids. We gotta retrain and figure out where can we start training the men and training the women to be together and come together so we can build, you know, a better community for us blacks. Because as you said, what you just stated about those people, I had no idea because they didn't teach us that in school. So if, if you, if you guys see me, you I was like, what? Really? Like, oh my, because we have no idea. Like we have no idea. Like we have no idea that I was going to tell you this the other day, but I was like, no, <clears throat> no. This this is I'm I'm inappropriate. I had no idea there was black people in United Kingdom. Like no idea. I knew that there were some black people, but as far as like a community of black people, like I honestly thought it was like <laughs> aunt, no. salt and pepper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, salt and pepper. Not, not even salt and pepper. I thought it was like a little pepper in a, a two a two pound thing of uh, salt. You know, honestly, <laughs> in even states in, in United States, I'd be like, wait, is black people there? Is black people <laughs> there? Because you don't hear it. You don't hear it, and that's super crazy. That's super crazy. You mentioned that. So, how do you feel like your children are learning or uh, accepting? because were they in homeschool you said they wasn't in homeschool last year you just start homeschooling until this year.
1: well my children are still young so they're never had um they never been in a oh, school okay. system um so that's fine
0: oh so they don't have a change okay because i was gonna ask you what what was the change like okay have you ever thought about sending them to regular school If
1: they would have went to school, they would have went to private school. I grew up in a private school. I went to private school. Education is very important to me. So I'm a person that will pay for it because I want to make sure that my child's getting the best. But then when I reflected on it, like you said, there aren't many Black people in England. Well, there are. There are a lot of Black people in England. There aren't many Black people in my area, right? So... I thought about it and i am heard instances where, you know, Black children have gone to school, they have problems and, you know, I'm going to address things as a Black woman. I'm not coming into you being passive aggressive, especially when it comes to my children. So I had to think about this. Do I pay axiom onto pawns every year for my children not to get the education that someone who is white will get. And you can't tell me it's different because I, I just know it is based on what I've seen, what I've heard. And then I thought about it. and I'm like, listen, I am originally from Bermuda, so I am an Island girl. I do not conform to passive aggressive ways. I'm very assertive about the way that I feel and I have no problem expressing that. However, in this country... That is not appreciated or accepted. So do I put my children in a system where they're bound to be put into, you know, a category because I'm not raising children who don't speak their mind. I'm not raising children who are silent. Are they going to be held back and put into a box because someone else can't deal with them while I'm paying a hell of a lot of money? No, I'm not doing that. Because I'm going to go with that skill. I'm going to have the right ass. And then, then you're going
0: to be in that box as well.
1: Right. So that's the decision that I had to make. And I, it was just really to protect my children. I can protect them from everything that's going on in the new world. But I don't want their skin color to be a barrier to their education. Um, because that's a reality of what happens. You know. Do you. Absolutely, I was held back. I was put in a box. I was it was identified very early on that I was highly intelligent, Mm -hmm. but I was labeled as a problem and I was held back. So, you constantly tell a child that they're a problem, they're a problem, they're a problem. Guess what? They're gonna start being a problem. And as much as I loved education, I was never challenged, (laughs) right. I totally get it. Yep. -hmm. I slid through school, never ever challenging myself because the work was easy and nobody wanted to challenge me. So did I want the same thing for my children? No. I am almost 40 trying to rewrite that slide by mentality because i am done it my whole life i've never applied myself so now that i started my, business. my
0: book okay
1: <laughs> i've never done it until i started my business and then it was like oh my god like i can't believe that i'm actually gonna work here i, I wasn't prepared for it right so i don't want that for my children i don't want my children being held back i want them to move up through life challenging being challenged so that they are always in a position to grow I want my children to be world leaders and not being shy about that they have the potential they're going to do what they need to do to get there and I am going to make sure that nothing gets in their way
0: perfect I love to hear it and that's so crazy because you sound like me but you sound like a mature mature me where I will be Once I have children, you know the reason why I say that because, as you said, I was labeled highly intelligent, but I was the problem child. I wasn't a problem though. I wasn't bad. I spoke my mind though. I spoke my mind. He wasn't about to tell me one plus one equals four, and I know it's not. No, ma'am. No, it's not. It's two. I don't care who you are. Like, it's two. Like, I understand you're the principal, but principal, you're wrong. It's two. Let me explain it to you. Like, I was always that I spoke my mind and I got into so much trouble. And then, as you said before, it got to a point I started sliding through school. Like, it was super easy. When I was a kid, I remember I was like five and they asked, I went to a private daycare for a while. They accidentally put me in first grade on accident, but I'm only five. No, I think I was like four. I'm supposed to be in pre-K, kindergarten. They put me in first grade and I was excellent. Got, still got A's, still, you know what I'm saying? Did exactly what I was supposed to do, passed. But they started realizing like, wait, she's too young. She's younger than everybody else. How old is this little girl? wait, she's not supposed to be in this grade. She's supposed to be in this grade. They put me with the little kids. I'm like, can I go back to the other class? Cause this is boring. Like y'all learning ABCs. I know this stuff already. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and I used to start blurting out all the answers and I used to get in trouble for that because they sitting here guessing. I know the answer. I know exactly what I'm supposed to say. I know mm-hmm. like, why am I gonna, why do I have to wait on Susie to figure out two plus two equals four? And I'm, I said six times that two plus two equals four and she keeps saying eight. Like, where you get A from, you know? And I'm getting in trouble because I'm trying to, like, come on, Susie, come on. <laughs> I'm getting in trouble. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'm about to do this work because it's easy. I look at it. I do one assignment. Oh, I passed. All right, then. I'm about to do this. Boom, 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 boom. As long as I get to the next grade, that's all I care. And then life got so hard for me, I couldn't even get to the next grade. I had to get my GED. Once I got my GED, I was like, okay, boom. That GED was easy. Slid through. it. You know, like literally, as you said, slid through. it. Now, as I started my business, I started three business. And I, as you said, I'm like, dang, I have to work. I've never had to apply myself because I was always the problem. If I applied myself, I was always the child that they pushed to the side. If I applied myself. So this is let me just start to apply myself. And it's super, super hard. It's super, super hard now because I'm trained to just slide by. Just,
1: just do just enough.
0: Yeah, just do just enough just to get by. And I'm trained that. So now, as you said, I'm trying to rewrite that. So I am so glad that I was able to hear it from someone else's standpoint in a completely different country, in a completely different lifestyle that I'm not crazy because exactly how you feel is exactly how I feel. Because this education, what you saying that about the education system, I thought it was just in the United States because I'm from Texas, I'm from the South, South, like big slave people, like, you know, like, like big time, you know, like, so I thought, okay, Texas is, because they just recently took out to so where they can't talk about slaves, they can't talk about Martin Luther King, and they can't say that KKK is um is a hate group. They have to say it's an organization. That's what the, the school is teaching the children now. The same face you made is the same face that I made when I seen it, because I'm like, so you're teaching these kids that KKK was an organization and all these Black kids all of them don't it matter. But what y'all not realizing is y'all saying that it's our fault that we 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 are where we are when we don't even know our history. We can't tell you our great grandma name. We cannot tell you what our great grandma name is. I bet you can tell us what your great-great-great great-great great-great-great-grandpa name is. We can't even tell you what our great-grandma name is. We can't get that far because all we know is are oh, we slaves? that's all we're taught. We're slaves and you're slaves and you're going to be in the slave school and they're going to teach you how to be a slave when you get older. And we're still slaves to this day and people don't even understand it. So to hear that mm-hmm. another woman is saying, I don't want my child to be a slave. So I'm going to teach my child to be next to the slave master to teach them not to be a slave master anymore. To hear someone else say that, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing. It's a lot amazing.
1: of people, when I say that, often think that I'm being like a sensationalist and being extreme but the truth of the matter is we are not in school with our children we don't know what they learn other than a couple of sheets of paper that come home at the end of the day that they have to do homework with and if we are in a position like I feel like it's systematic right I can go so deep on this but I feel like it's systematic I think you know white supremacy is important to keep power and wealth within the white community right so they sell us you know that the superior they they believe that we are the minorities they use words like that to devalue us right and we feed into it and and that's been something that's been around forever you know, you pit a, a, a light-skinned person against a dark-skinned person, they'll fight for years. And that's exactly what happens. We haven't been able to unify ourselves and communities and bring ourselves out of it. And then the educational system furthers that, right? So we as Black children go into schools, we're not being challenged. But rather than push us, let's label us, put us in a box, keep us back that is where our narratives begin, right? And I like talking about narratives, on my a mindset coach too. So that's where the narrative <laughs> begins, right? We was six or seven, we've been told we are a problem. We grow up, we start getting in trouble. We might even get in trouble with the law once or twice, right? But we're labeled from very young. So that what does that do to a child who's labeled, who's told consistently that they're not good enough, that they're too bad, that the actions aren't gonna make, make them <laughs> good members of society, right? it doesn't inspire people to actually do anything if i'm being told i'm a problem why do i need to get a good job because i'm going to have problems when i got a job so what ends up happening we don't get good jobs right we then have to work two and three jobs to make sure that we've got food on the table for our children whose dad is in jail or absent right so we as black women have to carry this big torch right like We have to do everything. So we're not even present because we're going to work two and three jobs. We're not even present for our children, which is why then they start getting into trouble and it just fires the narrative. We never move forward and it's systematic. It's systematic. I truly believe that if we operate at our true power as Black women, as Black people, we could change the world. But it's about us believing that more than what we have been fed for hundreds of years.
0: hundred percent. Now, you guys, I don't want to cut this conversation short, but, you know, the people are telling us it's, it's time for us to go, but... I have a promise to you guys, if you guys, we're going to send her a million messages to ask her for a part two, okay? We're going to ask, (laughs) can she come back next week? Because this conversation was amazing, okay? I know you guys learned a lot and looked looked at life completely different from just what she's saying, because I know I am. So with that (laughs) being said is, Let's let's ask her, I'm going to ask her a million times and you guys send her messages too and ask her, can she come back for part two and we can finish this conversation. Now, again, it was a pleasure talking to you today and I'm going to, I'm going to see you guys because you remember I've been telling you guys that I'm going to start doing it live and having it available on YouTube. I'm going to get her permission and if she says, yeah, I will post it so you guys can see my facial expressions to see when I, when she was talking because I was like, what, what? But no, seriously, you guys, definitely, definitely reach out to her. Her Instagram, I will tag it at the bottom again. I gave it to you at the beginning. Um, I will tag her link to where you can book her as well um, because she has a lot to say. And if she taught me this much in less than an hour, I know she has a lot to offer you guys and offer me as well because I'm probably about to book in a minute. But um, you guys, definitely check us out. Thank you so much for coming to Lemons for Your Tea. Have a wonderful day.